You're listening to the New Stack Makers, a podcast made for people who develop, deploy, and manage at scale software. For more conversations and articles, go to thenewstack.io. All right, now on with the show. Spot by NetApp enables cloud operations teams to deliver scalability, performance, and security for cloud infrastructure and applications at the lowest possible cost through continuous automation and optimization combined with deep visibility and governance. Learn more at spot.io. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Newstack Makers podcast. I'm Heather Joslin, features editor of the Newstack, and today we're going to be talking about cloud ops, which is, in this case, stands for cloud operations. What does it mean to be an ops engineer in a time when your network might be distributed on a cloud or several clouds or clouds in on-prem or clouds on-prem and, and the edge, the possibilities are endless. And how are large organizations thinking about ops and changing their thinking to align with the needs of cloud native? We're joined today by Mecca Williams, principal engineer of Spot by NetApp. Hi, Mecca. Hi, great to be with you. It's great to have you. Mecca, can you tell us a little bit about Spot by NetApp and, and what you do there? Yeah, sure. So I'm a bit of a veteran here at NetApp. I just celebrated 16 years. So I, wow. I've been around a little while. And, and for those that don't know, NetApp is 30-year veteran in data management services, providing data management services. And, you know, our traditional solutions are for on-premises, data centers, and the like. And we've, in recent years, been expanding that portfolio so that that rich history and that expertise that we've built up in, in storage efficiency and high-performing storage solutions um, and bringing that into cloud environments. And so Spot by NetApp is part of our portfolio that's focused on helping folks be really lean and efficient in the cloud, both with resource utilization and cost, um, and really responding to more modern applications. So um, I'm very excited about the acquisition and where we're headed. Terrific. So we've got one more thing before we get started in our conversation. Our conversation today, uh, this episode is sponsored by Spot by NetApp. So let's jump in. It's a big topic. Let's start with a fundamental question. What are some of the biggest ways in which operations is different when your applications are running on the cloud? So, of course, it depends on the architecture of your application. And, and there are so many things that can be different. But, you know, the cloud is this consumption-based resource. It's, it's shared. And while it's important to understand your application needs, no matter where it runs, it's increasingly important in the cloud. You really have to understand at a granular level, you know, what resources your application needs, how it responds to changes in the environment, because this is a governing factor in how reliable and performant your application is. And in addition, the cloud's attack surface is completely different, and it could be more complex in some cases. So you really have to be mindful of the solutions you put in place to secure your application and all the proximal data. What would you say are the components of a cloud ops organization? So if you think about DevOps as a culture, and I don't want to be too preachy here, but, you know, this culture of being lean and collaborative and, uh, and breaking down silos and, and being really efficient, it's kind of applying that culture all across all of the operations that are required to operate it in the cloud. So you have things like FinOps, you know, making sure you're, you have a good financial strategy. DevOps proper, right? Making sure your software supply 
supply chain is intact. SecOps, data ops, like all of these operations being really lean with your process and, and tasks that you need to operate in the cloud efficiently. I think it might also be good for us to sort of go back just a little bit. I've heard so many different definitions of DevOps. How would you describe <laughs> what is your what is DevOps, Mecca? Yeah, oh gosh, yeah, this is a great question. <laughs> I love this. So um, let's see. My definition is kind of wordy. I'll, I'll be concise, but it really is this culture of collaboration, this shared responsibility across all the teams that are involved, from the planning phase to the deployment phase, for getting these teams working together with the shared goal of getting increased value and with high quality to the customer, right? So these processes, this this tearing down of silos, this really working together, but being efficient as possible. And I always like to add the a little bit of seasoning of continuously improving, con- continuously learning as you iterate through each cycle of providing that software. Yeah, sort of a feedback loop of what's working Absolutely. and what isn't and continue, continue to iterate. What might be some of the challenges if you're running on, in the intro I talked about, a lot of people are running on multiple clouds or hybrid situations. What what are some of the challenges, particularly from an ops point of view? So multi-cloud and, and even hybrid cloud, uh, all of these platforms have a set of APIs and tools that are advertised to help you streamline processes and operations that, uh, that you may need to perform uh, in order to run your application or workload. And when you run in a heterogeneous environment, sometimes you incur technical debt trying to automate and standardize your, your processes because there's there are some custom APIs and abstraction layers that can help you do this, or sometimes organizations may develop their own and then they incur this technical debt. Um, so, so the complexities increase as you add different platforms to your overall data center or your environment. And so that can be increasingly complicated. And then each different surface is a different attack surface again. So really managing and and being able to standardize these processes across those environments can be challenging. A lot of these uh, organizations are running on Kubernetes. They have containerized microservices. What role does that play in cloud ops? Containers in general and Kubernetes have done a ton uh, in the way of helping developers and businesses uh, deliver content and fixes and, and enhancements to their end users more quickly. I mean, it's basically a revolutionized DevOps, right? We, we've had to really define and get clean with DevOps in order to keep up with the pace of, of content delivery enabled by containerization and Kubernetes. And, uh, and Kubernetes is the de facto platform for cloud native development. I mean, it's it's everywhere. And, but we know that most of the containerized applications running in Kubernetes clusters are running underutilized, right? And anything that's underutilized in the cloud equates to waste. And if we want to be really lean and clean and, and utilize resources in a very efficient manner, we have to have really good cloud up strategy in order to do that. So understanding, again, what your what your application needs and, uh, and being really efficient in running and, and operating. I want to talk a little later in our conversation about cost optimization, but what, what can you tell me about the role that automation should play? 
in a cloud ops organization? Well, you know, I used to do DevOps exclusively for a living, and I feel like automation is the lifeblood of all operations. We should automate everything. (laughs) (laughs) Automate all the things. (laughs) Automate all the things. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) But, you know, we have the perspective that automation helps teams be more efficient. You know, the, the less tasks that your workforce have to perform manually, the more time they have to spend focused on business logic and being innovative. And then automation also helps you with repeatability and uh, it's less error prone and it helps you standardize. Um, really good automation uh, simplifies your environment greatly. It's, it's you know, yes, it's really true. Automate all the things. Also, my understanding is that there's a role that automation plays in just making your engineers and your developers happier because they're not having to do a lot of repetitive tasks. And I mean, is that is that a sort of secondary benefit in terms of automating things using automation heavily in in your operations? Absolutely. I I believe that's true. I think I read somewhere about over the course of the pandemic, it was observed that DevOps and SREs were burning out faster than anybody else, right? So anything that can be done to help make their lives easier. And yes, if something is, is repeatable, if something is required to be repeatable, both to make your processes more efficient, but also to make those DevOps and SREs lives easier, it absolutely should be automated. I sort of said in the intro too that in this case, cloud ops refers to cloud operations, but it also can refer to cloud optimization. How do you define that? And how does that overlap with, say, site reliability engineering? Or does it? So cloud optimization, I think, is crucial to being successful with cloud ops. Like this should be the goal of your cloud ops strategy. You know, again, with the, with the focus of our spot by NetApp portfolio, as a good example, like we want you to be as successful and get the most out of your cloud, wherever you are. And so part of that strategy strategy is making sure you are running with the right instance types, right? Or that you are mindful of, of any waste that you, uh, and that you continue this process, that you continually optimize and, and try to be leaner and more efficient, you know, each time you iterate through uh, your workflow. And so, yeah, optimization is, I think, is, is the end goal, is always the goal of any good cloud op strategy. And, and this regular evaluation of how am I getting as much am I as good as I can be cloud continually innovates too so there's always more and new opportunity to optimize and I think cloud optimization is a complement to SRE right you know SRE work tends to take a software approach to the operationalization of you know what's required to keep services up and running with high quality so you know good and strategic cloud ops that's resulting in good cloud optimization again makes SREs like lives easier. Yeah. We want them to be happy because they're they're very very important to the running of businesses and large enterprises and Yes, cupcakes and cloud optimization. Keep your SREs happy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Indeed. What can you tell me about what your organization has learned from its customers and how they're thinking about cloud ops? So I think we observed a big rush to the cloud, with the, especially with the pandemic when everybody went home, right? So where migration, I think, was the initial strategy, just, just get there, you know, and, and utilize cloud infrastructure. Uh, I think we're seeing customers kind of revisit 
and start to look at ways to make better use of the cloud. So these strategies are being updated where it didn't make sense to go, you know, lift and shift to the cloud. Maybe it was monolithic applications. Maybe it was just, you know, for convenience uh, to get there faster. They may have just moved processes and applications maybe too hastily. And now there's they're revisiting. So, you know, we see some organizations that are trying to modernize their applications further to make better use of the services that are available in the cloud. And the cloud is getting more complex as they grow and mature in their journey. And so they're looking for ways to simplify their operations and, as always, keep their costs down, keep things simple for their DevOps and SREs, not incur you know, additional technical debt, but still make the most, make the best use out of their cloud wherever they are. We definitely heard about organizations moving to the cloud during the pandemic because, as you said, everybody went home. The world of work changed a great deal. What were you seeing as some of the most common mistakes people were making in terms of operations when they rushed to the cloud? So I think this shift from CapEx to OpEx really caught people. I know it caught me in my old DevOps work. So not really understanding steady state, sunny day, what that cost looked like what that resource utilization looked like. And so they really didn't have a baseline. Those first cloud bills, I'm sure, were shocking um, because you don't get a cloud bill when you run on your resources, your on-premises environment, or even your private cloud where you've already paid the cost for the, uh, the infrastructure that you're using. Now, if you take those same processes and applications and workloads and you throw them in the cloud, well, you know, you're getting charged and, and you go without any strategy and you're using on-demand, you, you have an on-demand consumption model and you're getting charged by the minute or the, by the usage. Yeah, that's the sticker shock, I think, was a, was a big deal. I think that was the reason why a lot of folks, you know, decided to go back and reevaluate. So, you know, the, the strategy, the cloud op strategy is so important when you make that move to make sure you don't waste money. And honestly, Good cloud op strategy, if you if you plan properly, that's going to benefit you even on premises. So how we get lean and really efficient and practice good hygiene, data hygiene and all those things, the security, all of that can benefit you on premises and anywhere you run your applications and workloads. What do you mean by data hygiene? Good data hygiene. Oh, What's an example good of data that? Data hygiene, <laughs> right? So you know, <laughs> so you know, making sure you're using the right tier of data, making sure you're not over provisioned in the type of storage you need. You know, you don't need to pay top dollar for high performing storage if it's just backup data that doesn't get access that often, you know, don't have hot storage provision for cold data, understand what your data heat map looks like and and where it needs to be to be the most efficient. Should you be using caches? You know, these are all strategies that you should evaluate and understand your application needs. These are good to know on-premises, but these are imperative to know when you're in the cloud. And don't waste, right? If, if data can be, uh, if you can use storage efficiencies to reduce your data footprint, you should do that, right? These are all things that keep your costs down and, and keep you actually, you know, keep you more green because, you know, use less greenhouse gases, the smaller your data footprint. And this is this is all good stuff to do. How does Spot by NetApp tackle cloud ops, both definitions, operations and optimization? 
So Spot by NetApp has really leaned into the cloud. I mean, we have a robust portfolio of cloud app solutions with Spot at its core. So everything from automated cost optimization with using AI machine learning algorithms to, to choose to make compute selection for you, to the automation of Kubernetes management, to, to load balancing the infrastructure used by your Kubernetes clusters. We have cloud security, and we also, you know, the enterprise is embracing open source technologies. And so we've recently added an addition to the portfolio to help you manage open source database and streaming technologies. So, so we're paying attention to what applications, to trends for, for cloud applications, and, and we're growing the portfolio to address the needs that are, you know, top of mind for those customers. Engineers often find cost optimization, you know, time consuming and painful, but we're, we're coming into an economic period where a lot of, a lot of companies are looking at their, you know, tightening their belts and so forth and looking at ways they can cut costs. How does Spot by NetApp make it easier to get more bang for your buck in terms of your cloud spend? So the flagship product or solution of the Spot by NetApp portfolio is the Elastic Group solution. And this is really at the heart of optimizing for cloud infrastructure. So cloud has these different charge models and Elastic Group takes advantage of utilizing excess capacity and, and helping by tying in the automation required to respond to replacement of excess capacity if it happens during your application uptime and it has really good auto scaling um, capabilities. And so this is is one really simple way, it's very easy to use, um, that can help uh, you get the most bang for your buck out of the cloud. And then the other products layered on top of that, like SpotOcean, that, that will help you load balance and be very cost efficient for your Kubernetes-based applications. And then, you know, we have visibility into what your spend looks like. And as I mentioned, we have our, our Insta cluster, our latest edition, which will manage your open source-based databases for you. You know, you can provision and configure your open source database clusters and InstaCluster will take care of the management for you as well as for Kafka streaming. We have spot security. We have lots of automation goodness coming that, again, makes the burden of the work and tasks that are required to operate in the cloud easier for your DevOps and SREs. And it's all in one place, right? We provide all of these services and offerings at a, in a centralized way. So we're, we're really paying attention to who our, our end user is and growing and innovative in, in key ways. You mentioned they provides visibility into the spend. Is there so are there dashboards that visualize so you can see that in real time or is it how does that Yeah, so understanding your spend in a dashboard with just the cloud native tools can be cumbersome because you have to look in so many different places. So we do have Cloud Checker that gives you kind of a single pane of glass. I know you love that term. Um, <laughs> we uh, love it here. <laughs> We, we, we very much love it, love that term. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it gives you visibility across your across your clouds. Um, so it, it helps you to get a holistic view of what your spend is. And that's really important, especially if you have a multi-cloud environment. Sometimes it can be challenging to normalize and make sense of your budgets and your spend. And so um, that's a really useful view that, uh, that the Spot portfolio provides. And then the Spot Elastic Group dashboard is really good too because it shows you in real time at all times how much you're actually saving and who does not want to see that? 
That's true. And information you can share with your bosses and the people in the C-suite and so on. Yes. Yes. Take, I, I have yes. so many screenshots of my Elastigroup dashboard stored so that I can uh, pop them up and brag. <laughs> That's cool. Is there anything else about this whole issue of cloud apps that you feel that we didn't cover that you feel is important for our listeners to know? Well, I do, be, because since the cluster is our latest edition, I do want to add um, one aspect that maybe we didn't talk about so much, but in the spirit of offloading DevOps and SREs, you know, cloud is innovating at lightning speed. I mean, tech is always innovating really quickly, but cloud and Kubernetes have advanced things. They have advanced innovation um, in such a way that we have to do a lot of work to keep up. And so products like InstaCluster that help manage open source technologies go a long way in keeping the burden of filling the talent and skill gap down. So your DevOps and SREs can focus on their tasks and their jobs without having to constantly learn new skills and feel like they have to learn all the stuff and know all the stuff. While it's fun to do that in your spare time or if you just want to wonk out sometimes, that's great. But the pressure to have to do it, you know, to uh, to keep your job is something that I think contributes to burnout. And so this is a space that I expect to see grow in particular in the DevOps space because the the tools matrix of DevOps tools available is so vast. And, and so anything that we can do to streamline and standardize and automate and keep things, you know, workable and, and functional for those, for our DevOps and SRE heroes, I think uh, will go a long way. It does seem like that's a realization that people are having in this world of, you know, there's only so much we can ask of people in terms of building skills and, and building skills quickly. And it's it's interesting to hear that it does align with what we're hearing from sources and from developers and engineers. A lot is expected of them in terms of cognitive load, in terms of building new skills constantly. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you very much for joining us today, Mecca. I just want to thank Mecca Williams from Spot by NetApp for joining us for this conversation. And I'd like to thank our friends at Spot by NetApp for sponsoring this episode. And I'd like to thank all of you for joining us for this episode of the New Stack Makers. See you next time. Spot by NetApp enables cloud operations teams to deliver scalability, performance, and security for cloud infrastructure and applications at the lowest possible cost through continuous automation and optimization combined with deep visibility and governance. Learn more at spot.io. Thanks for listening. If you like the show, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's one of the best ways you can help us grow this community, and we really appreciate your feedback. You can find the full video version of this episode on YouTube. Search for the new stack, and don't forget to subscribe so you never miss any new videos. Thanks for joining us, and see you soon.